So for tonight's conversation, I wanted to talk about being alone or possibly loneliness. I see that it's a particularly common topic or maybe it's just me, but it keeps coming up in my feeds all the time. Topics of people saying, I'm lonely, or I have no friends, and I'm XYZ age, and all of these just feeds about loneliness. I I saw a podcast where someone went into the epidemic of loneliness and this horrible concept of being alone, of being lonely. And being my authentic self, or at least trying to be, if I'm going to be totally honest, I think that being alone and loneliness are two very different things. And they're not always bad things either. I think that it's become a buzzword, a trap this concept that we're all alone. Well, kind of, yeah. That's not really anything new. I mean, that seems rather overblown and ridiculous. And I'm not diminishing anybody who feels lonely or is feeling loneliness or who is feeling that acutely and is having either sad or even depressed thoughts because of that. We're social creatures. It's okay. But let's try and put things into a little bit of perspective. Being alone isn't always a terrible thing. Matter of fact, it's wonderful to be alone at times. It's lovely to have solitary moments where you can just be present or just be with yourself. You don't have to worry about another person or some social setting or any other variables. It can be wonderful to just have time alone. And that can be celebrated and enjoyed, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's also times when it's wonderful to be with other people, to have that beautiful social engagement with friends or family or contemporaries or the people you work with. Having that level of social engagement is important. It's important to all of us. But I think that there's become a lot of confusion on what constitutes healthy social engagement. We think about social media and our friends on Facebook and 
the people we follow on Instagram and who's responding to our tweets or retweeting or who's checking out my profile or did I swipe right when I saw that profile on Tinder? That is not true social engagement. And it kind of tricks the brain. It's, and mind you, it's designed to. So this isn't a fault of you or me or anyone. These platforms are designed, they are engineered to be addictive. They are engineered to give us warm, fuzzy feelings that we're really hanging out with our friends, that we're really engaging with people who have some interest in who we are. But that's engineered. It's kind of like how games are engineered to be addictive. So is social media. Why do you think that there's a like button or a heart or a smiley face? Why do you think the retweet button looks the way it does and the color is the way it is? All of it has been engineered to give you the maximum amount of enjoyment to your brain, to fool you into feeling that this is some sort of social engagement. And I think that there's a disconnect and a letdown when we put down the device, when we walk away from the phone or the computer or the tablet or our iPad, and we put it down and we look around us and we're sitting in a room alone. There's a disconnect between this world inside of a digital device and the reality of where your physical body is. Talking via chat is no substitute for hearing the color of someone's voice or even seeing them on the other side of a video call. There is something absolutely magic about being able to see the sparkle in someone's eyes when you talk to them. No amount of emotes in a text chat can give you that beautiful connection of getting to actually see someone when you talk to them. It's one of the reasons that I absolutely love doing video calls whenever I have the opportunity. I'll take that over a text chat any day of the week. Why? Well, text chat may be quicker but it doesn't give me an emotional connection to the other person. They're distant. They're far away. I can't see them. I can't hear them. I can't feel their reaction. All I can see are cold letters on a screen. So I'll always take the opportunity. Even if I only get to hear the voice hearing someone talking to me, I can hear the intonation. I can hear the inflections. 
I can hear the pause and even the silence. And that's okay. I love that. I would take that over a message any day. So all of these various platforms, these pictures and scrolls and feeds and texts, they're just substitutes for people. And I think that has driven an acuteness to the concept of being alone, even more so to loneliness. I see posts and feeds of people saying, I have no friends. And that may be true. I understand that. I'm someone who would say, I don't really have many friends. The people that I am the closest to the world to, I can count on one hand and have fingers left over. Those few people are the only ones in the world who know me more than just surface deep. There's a lot of people I interact with. There's a lot of people who are acquaintances or people who would even call me, they would call me a friend. But I'm very protective with whom I call a friend. I'm not casual about it. I don't treat the world like Facebook, where I'm going to friend everyone. No. The people I work with are my colleagues. For the most part, they're not my friends. The people that I engage with casually, they're acquaintances. But they're not my friends. They are extended family members who I see once in a blue moon. They're just people out in the world. They are definitely not my friends. My friends, the very few that I have, know me for who I am not the surface-level person who goes to the office, not the neighbor who happens to have some interesting hobbies or they see out washing a car. The, the people whom I consider friends, I don't wear a mask with those people. I am completely and totally honest with them. I bear my soul to them in the way that I am bearing my soul to all of you listening to this podcast. I have been honest and direct and personal and 
sometimes ridiculously derpy, and myself, unabashedly, unapologetically, with those few people. And like I said, I can count them on one hand and have fingers, plural, left over. That's a very small number. And I think one personal thing that I find difficult is that those few people are people I rarely get to see. Some I never get to see in person. It's only via the occasional call or the occasional type chat. That can be lonely to know that there are souls out there that you would do anything to get to spend more time with. But for some reason, life just hasn't worked out that way. Or perhaps it just isn't the right time yet. That I find to be lonely. So in that aspect, yes, I can relate. I can say that there are times that I'm lonely. But just because I'm lonely at times doesn't mean I don't appreciate and enjoy my time alone. When I was in a relationship with someone I cared about very deeply, and we were in a relationship for quite a while, we would joke all the time that we were able to be alone together <laughs> because we could sit in the same room doing com two completely opposite things. I would be sitting in the corner drawing in my sketchbook. He would be on the computer playing his games and talking with people I can't even fathom because he could chat and type and game and do all of these multitasking things that just are beyond my comprehension. We wouldn't even be talking to each other. And it could be like that for hours. And we both loved it. Just being in the same room, in the same presence of someone that you care about, someone that you love deeply, allows you to to both be alone, but together. I miss things like that. Right now, I am completely alone, unless you want to count the two cats, <laughs> one of which is cuddled with me right now while I'm talking, and the other is sleeping in the corner and snoring like a trucker. Luckily, my microphone is very good and is not picking up her incessant snoring. But as for another human being, no, there is no other human being in my house. It's just me. So in that aspect, I am alone. Now, am I lonely? That would be an interesting question. Right now, as I'm talking... I can see in the other room there is a candle that I have lit. 
tonight, as I am recording this, it is what's called Yardzeit, which is the one-year anniversary of the death of my mother. So when I think about that, and I look at that candle as it's burning, as a memorial to her, I feel lonely, and I would give anything to have just someone else in the room with me. One of those few special people in my life, just sitting in the room, reading, working on their laptop, whatever they chose to do makes no difference. Just a physical presence would be welcome. But that's not the case. That's not how things are right now. And I accept that, and I'm okay with it. So I'm okay with being lonely tonight. And I'm okay with being lonely tomorrow in the night after that. Because I don't believe that my loneliness will persist. I believe it to be a temporary situation. And I think that's something that we all should keep in mind, is that while being alone is very enjoyable at times, it's a choice. It is something we choose to do. Loneliness while a complex emotion is also something we choose to partake in. And I understand that there will be people who will say, well, that's not true. Loneliness is a result of being alone for too long or it's a serious problem. I'm terribly alone and I feel crushed. I would invite you to think about why you feel alone, why you are lonely, and is that a choice that you've made? And how can you break out of that? It's complicated in a digital world, and I will absolutely admit to that. The digital world has created a false narrative of false friends. It's created a culture of hookups and insincere relationships. And yes, I understand that there are people who will argue that it's healthy, that there's nothing wrong with this. And I don't make a moral judgment call at all. Everybody has the right to do as they wish. But there is something that I think is fundamentally sad about just partaking in something that is, is random and meaningless. 
And I don't just mean hookup culture and Tinder, but I do think that definitely contributes to loneliness. I do think that creates these momentary false bonds that are just immediately going to be broken because they're not sincere at all. I'm very much a romantic. I'm very much, but also a realist. I mean, I think that you must balance these things, as you'll hear me say in many other audios, is that I believe everything must have balance and harmony. That's important to our existence. So while balance and harmony are critical to our relationships and our existence, we must also balance being alone and being social. Loneliness is just an absence of having a sincere relationship, whether that is a social relationship and friendships or whether it's a romantic partnership, whether it's interaction with family. Loneliness is a symptom of a greater issue. The issue of not having real friends, not having real relationships. Social media won't cure that. If you want to have a real relationship, even if it's long distance, I've, my God, I've had so many long distance relationships and friendships. For the most part, all of the people I am closest to are in another time zone or in another country. That doesn't stop me from having a sincere and true relationship with those individuals. It just means it's a little bit more creative. We don't see each other as often. But we talk. And whenever I can convince them to video chat, we video chat. I get to see their eyes and expressions. I get to hear the beautiful color of their voice. Those are the things that solidify a true relationship, that solidify a true friendship, that solidify being with someone, being present with them. We don't have to be in the same room for us to be able to enjoy each other's company. So if you find that you don't want to socialize with the people who are around you, well then broaden your horizons. The world is a big and beautiful and amazing place. Enjoy the company of someone in another culture, in another country, who speaks a different language. There's no limit on how to make friends. You can meet them online and go from there. Companionship is not limited by boundaries. It's not limited by time zones. Loneliness is the symptom of a bigger problem.
perhaps that problem is just not feeling worthy of trying or not having the confidence to talk to somebody new or to engage in a new conversation. And if you want to tell me that you suck at making friends, I'd invite you to go back to the days of your childhood when all of us learned how to make friends on the playground. When we were children, we learned how to make friends with other people. It wasn't hard. We didn't judge them. We walked up and we said hi. And that's how everything would start. It's no different now that we're older. The only difference is that we project onto other people. We project our expectations upon them. And they do the same to us. But if you put aside that, turn off your projection onto someone else and just say hi. And if they choose to put their projections on you, then they wouldn't have been a good friend anyway. So being alone isn't a bad thing. And loneliness, while at times can be difficult, it can be a struggle. It doesn't have to be. We can all choose whether we wish to be alone or not. Nobody really chooses loneliness. Nobody deliberately chooses that they want to have the pain or the discomfort of loneliness. But like anything else, it's an emotion that comes into our life at a certain time. And just like all emotions, it too will pass. So I invite you to think about whether you feel alone, whether you find yourself wrapped up in loneliness. And if you do, why? What choices have you made that have made that loneliness feel so acute? So I trust that this conversation was at least entertaining, maybe thought-provoking. And I wish you wonderful and beautiful times to celebrate being alone and to celebrate when you are with those that you love and care for. And if all else fails, get a cat. <laughs> You'll never be alone if you have a cat, trust me. So thank you for joining me for this little moment in my life authentic. And I trust we will talk again soon. Take care.